Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Will here at Schedule Fly and hanging out. Well, not hanging out, hanging out over the phone. Unfortunately, not in person, but uh, talking to Brandon Sharp with Hawthorne and Wood in Chapel Hill. Brandon's been on here before. We got to hang in his badass restaurant last time. Uh, this time we're on the phone and catching up uh, just about what's happening. So, Brandon, thank you very much for taking the time, my friend. Yeah, thank you, Will. Looking forward to it. Um, so, what you know, I, I've been we've been doing this for I don't know about a week now. I've been talking to a bunch of folks, kind of figuring out just what, what's what is on your mind right now, and what are y'all doing uh, at Hawthorne and Wood? How have you changed uh, the business for the short term, at least, to sort of try to bridge bridge the gap between here and wherever there is? And um, what are you focusing on each day? Yeah, so I, I sort of uh, woke up on the morning of Monday the sixteenth, thinking that. Uh, just really feeling like it was time to, to, to pivot. And so we decided that morning to shut down normal operations. Um, that was the end of a, a pay period. Everybody got, you know, full paycheck, you know, that they were expecting for, um, for the first half of March. So we started that day doing, um, takeout only, um, three course menu, uh, prefix. And it's, uh, you know, everybody gets the same same first course and choice of two entrees and then, then same dessert. It's thirty dollars for one dinner and fifty dollars for two and we're also selling our, our burger um, for twelve bucks. And so that when we've done that every single day, every single day since then, and um, that's really that's where we're at right now. I don't see us changing a ton. Um, you know, and, and that's really what the I guess the law will allow us to do right now. Um, did you have you had to lay off a lot of staff or so we didn't lay off anybody um, per se. You know, I've, I've complete, I completely support them. I've told them all, please un- apply for unemployment as you see fit. I'm not officially laying off anybody. I am approving, you know, via the, the, the North Carolina online portal, I'm approving all the, the unemployment that y'all, that y'all asked for um, and making sure that it is um, coded as due to the coronavirus crisis. Um, so that's you know that's where we're at with uh, with un- with unemployment, um, um, but but the you know honestly the recession of two thousand seven eight nine is still very fresh in my mind. You know some of my <laughs> I realized today some of my employees were in elementary school and middle school and when that happened and yeah. you know, I was a hotel sh- I was a hotel chef then and I worked for a really strong general manager. He pulled it all the way back. I mean, we employ, you know, employment wise, we cut down to the bone, um, in terms of what we were left with staffing. And, uh, and then he was, you know, his business came back, he gradually, um, let it all back out and, uh, uh kept the, let the reins back out and, um, rehired everybody and kept the owners happy and, and managed to keep the employees and management pretty happy as well. And so that's what we did in, in week one. Um, you know, the first night it was me and one other cook that mm-hmm. Monday night, the next night it was, me and my sous chef and he and I just got, we got slaughtered. It was embarrassing. I'm really, I'm really happy. None of the cooks were in the kitchen last night, that night to see us. Cause, cause we really struggled and we got overwhelmed and the business was, was, um, coming in much faster than, than we thought it would. And so that allowed us that support from, from our regulars and, and from our community allowed us to just start bringing the cooks back on. And so, um, so a lot of the cooks are back to somewhere between 35 and 40 hours this week, which I'm really happy for and, and really proud of. And, um, hmm. hope that we continue to get the business to support that. Man, that's great. Has it been pretty consistent? 
It really has, yeah. I, I, oddly, you know, even though for most of us, all you know, every day now looks like the other. Oddly, we're still getting a lot busier on Fridays and Saturdays than before. But uh, I think people are. I guess people are just used to that rhythm. Well, yeah, particularly now. I mean, I don't know. You know, the kids are. I mean, they're an online school. It's, it feels to me a little bit more like a, a week, a uh, normal week now. And, you know, we actually, uh-huh. we were on spring break when this started. So it was kind of a double whammy with, you know, um, nothing, you know, all this craziness going on and the kids have nothing to do. Yeah. And, uh, but, a- yeah so we, we, you know, we've been, we've kind of been on that weekend rhythm too. But, I, you know, I wonder if um, it's going to be, it's interesting to see, you know, we've got at least April now and who knows. Um I wonder if it will actually start picking up more during that time or at least at least stay steady just because, you know, gosh, you can only – it's just this daily routine of cooking and yeah. preparing three meals a day at home. It's like it's exhausting. Yeah, you need yeah. places that, you know, can just do that for us. Uh, so I'm glad to hear that you're, the community is supporting you all. And, of course, you are getting back a lot of the um, – a lot of the good karma that you put out there, y'all being you and your team and just the independent restaurants around the country that do so much for their communities and support their communities so much. Uh, and are the first to help when, you know, ask for donations of time and money and food and, you know, for natural disasters to local organizations and everything else. So I'm really glad to hear they're, they're uh, returning the favor. And I hope that, um, you know, after this settles and people start going back out, I hope I hope I'm right that I, I think, at least from what I'm hearing from a lot of our friends and family and everybody else, is that everybody's kind of reassessing. You know, what what types of business do I want to support coming out of this? You know, and it's mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's inevitably mm-hmm. the local businesses and the small businesses, and yeah. the local restaurants. Yeah, that's that's become clear, and that's that's really nice to see. Yeah. Um. Well, so are you? Uh, so you've got it. You've you've tightened down the menu, which is great. I'm sure that at least keeps the operations a little bit simpler. And then you've got you've you've figured out you know what volume you have going on. Do you um are you still uh, what are you hearing from staff members that you know waiters and bartenders and folks that are um you know don't anything to do right now? You know a, a variety of things. Um, you know, one of them last night thanked me for for keeping everybody on and, and, um, distributing, distributing the service charges as they come in. He says, you know, a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot, he said a lot of my buddies just, just their restaurants just, uh, you know, used to, he used an expletive, but basically just cut them loose. Um, and, uh, I, I think that there's still a great deal of confusion, um, perhaps a little bit of apathy among, um, among some staff members about, you know, applying for unemployment and, and really taking advantage, I think, of, of what the government's trying to do for them. And, um, um, you know, there's just that's just a, it's just a murky area. And I, and I feel for them because when I try to go on to the, the state site to approve their unemployment and, and respond to the request for separation, the site crashes about, about every 90 seconds just because of the, the volume that's being Mm-hmm. applied to it right now so so this you know the staff i think they are looking to us for direction and for um um a clear and consistent message so my G, my gm neil my sous chef john and i are just trying to be as transparent as ever maybe more transparent than ever um yeah about those things i've just heard a couple of great examples of this over the week from from recent history and you know one was uh a fellow explaining how 
when Kennedy was assassinated, uh, you know, LBJ was, was suddenly the president and LBJ was not a charismatic person, not a good speaker, you know, not, uh, none of the, none of the charisma and charm, I guess, of JFK. But when he was younger, he was a rancher and his dad was a rancher and he, he grew up, you know, grappling with cattle all the time. And he said, you know, if they get stuck in a ravine and won't find their way out, you have to drive them out with confidence and, and aggression. And so mm. I'm really just trying to just chart a, a path forward that is a, it's clear for everybody to know where we're going. They know why. And, um, and really just, you know, trying to, to be consistent. Um, you know, I realize I keep saying the same words over and over, but I think that's, that's what we're doing with the staff so that they do get the message and they, and their, um, their trust and their hard work over the last year will continue to be paid off if we can get, get us, uh, get us through this, uh, through this rough patch that everybody's feeling and, and have something to, um, to come back to at the end of it. What do you think about this legislation that's been going through or that went through? So I was on a, a zoom call, which, uh, I guess everybody in the world now knows what a zoom call is after this past Gosh, week. Yes. Um, with, uh, with other restaurateurs and the Chapel Hill Chamber of Commerce today. And, um, uh, the director Aaron Nelson has just is, is just made himself uh, really well versed in this, and so it seems like there are multiple um, multiple avenues for relief, and and he uh, we're being um, urged to both apply for the the EIDL, which is uh, the Economic Impact um, Disaster Loan, basically, and so that is geared towards revenue replacement, whereas the Payroll Protection Program. Um, is really geared towards keeping your people working, keeping them on the job and things like that. And so they're not uh, mutually exclusive to my understanding. And um, and the, the IDLE, the, the Disaster Loan Program, is on its third iteration of applications. So now they've streamlined the application even further. So it's supposed to be uh, very easy to do. I'm in the midst of doing that. And then Payroll Protection Act, it sounds like the banks will be able to start processing those um, applications maybe as soon as Friday, maybe next Tuesday. Okay, good. Good. So revenue replacement. I did, I knew about the em- employment issue. So, so how do they calculate that? <clears throat> so the economic impact disaster loan, that one I don't know how it's calculated, but I know they can get you $10,000. Um, it does not have to be, I don't, I should say I know, I shouldn't say I know. Um, what I've been told is they can get you and within 72 hours, $10,000, like an immediate bridge sort of grant um, while they calculate um, everything else. And, uh, but that one turns into a 30 year term loan at three and a three quarters uh, percent. And I don't think much of that is forgivable, but the payroll protection program, they basically they base that on two and a half times your monthly payroll. Okay. Uh, but it can be used for rent, utilities, uh, mortgage interest, in addition to payroll. And that one is forgivable um, as long as you use it for those stated reasons. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thirty years at three and some change is uh, at least it's amortized over thirty years and not five or seven or whatever. Ten. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Good. Well. So you've got, it's good to hear that you've got some good local leadership helping you all because it's a lot to navigate. There's a lot of noise. Meanwhile, you're trying to figure out how to pivot. And, I mean, it's just, well, I yeah, imagine you're still trying to write menus to and then right order now. from purveyors who've cut their, you know, delivery schedules in half and um, cut their inventories. And, you know, and, and so the vendors are, are struggling too. And everybody's really trying to uh, figure out how to work together with, um, 
really with one hand tied behind the backs. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, okay, man. Well, I, I appreciate you uh, taking a few minutes. I don't want to keep you long because I know you got a lot going on, but um, anything we can do for you? No, I just think the uh, I, I, I just think what you're doing with uh, the cross pollination of, of ideas is is really good. Everyone's been racking their brain about um, um, you know what they can do in terms of just the limited service they can offer and what they can sell and what they can't sell. I really wish somebody would uh, would turn around the North Carolina ABC board and allow us to do to go um, cocktails because our revenue stream is 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 quite limited um, at the mm. moment, and we have a we have a great you know, bottle shop next door to us called Bottle Rev. And uh, we just, you know, we can never compete with, with their prices um, for wine and beer um, and are not when, obviously, we're not allowed to sell hard alcohol. And um, and I would just encourage people to do, um, you know, I would never presume to tell any other business business folks what to do, but, but uh, hopefully your local government has some resources for you because ours, ours doesn't have a slush fund or grants or anything like that, but but they were able to identify a little bit of money this morning that maybe we can put towards, you know, some sort of collective or some sort of co-op where restaurants can get together and, and sell some to-go food or some um, some packaged meals from a centralized location and, and really consolidate operations. So oh, that's there, there's some good ideas out there. What, so the ABC board, have y'all, has, do you, have, have they been approached? Are, you, are some of y'all approaching them? Or? Yeah, so the, so the, the representative, state representative, the state representatives that we've talked to say that, the request, the thing that we're asking for is just so far down the list of what the hospitality industry um, as a whole is looking for and needs right now. And so they, they pretty much refuse to, to even bring it up in, in the next meeting. So um, so that, that's a little frustrating. Maybe there's another avenue. I'm sure there's no, another avenue that I'm not aware of, but uh, that's, that's as far mm, as we've gotten so far. Okay. Now, have you talked to Scott Maitland about that? No, but it, it's funny. He was on the he was on the call this morning, and he had a wealth of information. Um, he's he really he really is tuned into this. Yeah, for sure. Do you know Scott? No, we've met, but uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I know him. Do you Do you want me to connect you guys? Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. He, sure. I just had him on the other day. I know Scott really well, and uh, he's uh, I, I think very highly of him. Um, you know, he of course he's doing a lot of the. Um, and sanitizer now at the distillery, but I mean he's been right. battling with the ABC board for years here you know with oh yeah yeah his well, he so much stuff i listened to the most of that episode yeah you know. oh the recent one no no it was one of the first ones okay yeah he was on that like was a him. god wasn't that long ago we were just talking about <laughs> i mean it's amazing it seems like it was like forever ago but it was like a month month and a half ago i had him on and we were just we were talking about uh distilleries and you know he was educating me a lot about how a lot of the alcohol that we buy a lot of the spirits we buy are not actually you know distilled by the quote distillery and it was all that right, stuff just, and by the raw alcohol yeah yeah they just bottle it but um so i didn't really know that i right. thought it was really eye-opening but then you know just a couple days ago um he was on and uh for one of these and we talked about his distillery we talked about top of the hill and he started that founders club again he's raised a bunch of money doing that but uh i would I, i'm going to connect you guys after this and um okay. you know because he's i'm sure you know he's got his much incentive as anybody to get the abc board to move on that and you know if you guys are you know i don't who knows man maybe squeaky wheel y'all get them at some point to turn on that because you 
boy, I mean, if not this week, the next, the one after that, it would sure help you all a lot. It'd help a lot of. Well, yeah, and I know, and if we're, if we're looking at twelve weeks of this or, or more, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, hopefully some, hopefully something will give in, in that time. I mean, ABC Ford can't be any busier than any of the rest of us uh, in this type of situation. No, for sure. Well, yeah, especially. I mean, exactly. Um, so, well, look, man, I'll let you go. I will connect y'all, and I, I thank you for this, and I just thank you for what you do, what you and your team do for for your community, and what all of y'all do. I mean, independent restaurant chefs and owners are just y'all are this crazy combination of entrepreneurial, street smart, hardworking, creative. You pivot quickly you you just i mean it's just amazing how y'all are able to just make adjustments and change and you know it's necessity plus just drive and all this other stuff man i'm so inspired every time i talk to one of y'all every single conversation i have is just really inspiring me and um i just i appreciate it man i know everybody listening needs to hear a lot of this right now because everybody's in the same boat and you know but their heads are down and they're working hard and it's hard to know you know remember sometimes that you know there's a lot of other people going through it, and maybe there's good ideas yeah. that get shared. And so I hope we can help with that some way. But, man, Brandon, I appreciate it a lot, my friend. Thank you. Well, yeah, we're all we're all learning a lot of new skills now um, out of necessity. And, you know, everybody's going to become a, a banker and a, a loan expert, I think, <laughs> yeah, by the end right. of this. That's right, At man. the very least. Well, we'll all be stronger and wiser when it's all said and done. So um, <laughs> not, not a fun process to get there, but I think it'll ultimately work out well for everybody. And I appreciate a lot, man. We appreciate y'all. And if you ever need anything, you know where I'm at. Okay. Thanks a lot, Will. Good talking to you. All right. See you, Brandon. Take care. All right.